the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hour number two, Bruce Hooley Show. Glad to have you along. We spent the first hour on the shooting in the short north. Two other shootings early Saturday morning. Uh, Andrew Ginther's uh, impotent, empty, blah, 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 blah. Wah, 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 wah. response to it. It's unacceptable. State and federal people need to do more. It's not my fault. Don't blame me. And uh, the unprofessional garb of police chief Elaine Bryant. We have a shooting in the city where officers are under attack, which necessitates an order given citywide for every officer to show up at 2 30-ish in the morning in the short north because they're being fired upon. Every officer, no matter where they are, whatever they're doing, boom, right now to the short north. we got officers being attacked in our streets. That one officer who I spoke with told me that in their career, they can remember that happening fewer than the number of fingers on their hand. And Elaine Bryant shows up wearing jeans ripped here, there, and everywhere. Well, by a designer, I'm sure. But it doesn't exactly inspire confidence in the force when your chief shows up that way. Maybe Elaine Bryant should have told us all how much she paid for those jeans with the money Andy Ginther gave her to come down here from Detroit and bring the mayhem of the Motor City to Columbus, Ohio. Uh, By the way, we uh, got mentioned in the uh, national story on the Rampage at a Texas outlet mall on Saturday where eight shoppers were murdered by uh, someone who was being labeled a white supremacist. Oh, boy. The minute I heard that the person who did the shooting at the Texas outlet mall was being labeled a white supremacist, I thought, well, bet we get his manifesto a lot faster than we get the one from the Nashville shooter. I bet there won't be any worry about it being uh, exceptionally dangerous to release his manifesto. Uh, Saturday shooting, I'm quoting from USA Today. Get ready to take a bow, Andrew Ginther. Saturday's mass shooting was the nation's third of the day, following others in Chico, California, and Columbus, Ohio. There you go. Good job, Andy. Good job, man. So, we don't have a lot of details yet. Uh, Here's Greg Abbott, the Texas governor. Uh, speaking on the Texas mall shooter. Listen, I know that there are a lot of, uh, let's say, early stories uh, about uh, the shooter out there. Uh, What I could tell from talking to the investigators yesterday, uh, and that is people should not jump to conclusions because there's a lot of conflicting information about him. Okay. Uh, Let the investigators uh, work through the guy's background. And I think that once uh, you see more information about the guy's background, it will reveal a little bit more about why this happened. So we'll see if Greg Abbott is right on that. Uh, Of course, uh, USA Today, in giving some of the gruesome details, had to also note Republican Texas Governor Greg Abbott, who has signed laws easing firearms restrictions, uh, 
following past mass shootings. Call it an unspeakable tragedy. Yeah. So they got their shot in on Greg Abbott there. Um, the descriptions of what happened are horrifying. Still do not have uh, any details on the victims. Uh, the fear is that little children were victimized in this. And also, as I read more about this, many people have said that they believe that one of the people who was murdered was a police officer and another who appeared to be a mall security guard. A police officer from Allen, Texas, was on the scene on an unrelated matter when he heard the gunfire, ran to the scene, and took out the shooter, uh, thus proving that a good guy with a gun is the only way to get rid of a bad guy with a gun. Then on Sunday morning in Brownsville, Texas, which has been in the media a lot lately because the migrant crisis on the border is just overwhelming, and Brownsville is one of the cities that is being inundated with illegal aliens, uh, we had a what appears to be, from his picture, a Hispanic man in a Range Rover, which is not a cheap SUV, run a red light and, and mow down and kill eight people. The video of this is horrific. The assumption or assessment by those at the scene is that most of the victims were Venezuelan men sitting on a curb waiting for a city bus. An eyewitness said, what we see in the video is this SUV, a Range Rover, ran the light that was about 100 feet away and went through people who were sitting there in the bus stop. The SUV flipped after running up on the curb. The person who was driving the SUV has been, quoting authorities, very uncooperative, unquote, and has provided several different names. They now have the name. I'm not going to give the name. Why give fame to someone who is a despicable murderer? Brownsville issued a disaster declaration last month. After 15,000 migrants, mostly from Venezuela, crossed in a single week, overwhelming border security. In a normal week, how many migrants do they get in a normal week? 2,000. So they got seven times as many. And Title 42, which is a pandemic order that Trump put in place during COVID-19 to immediately expel anyone who crossed the border, that is ending Thursday. The Biden administration wants it to end And if you're a Democrat who takes issue with me saying that, explain to me how you square the fact that he is sending 1,500 troops to the border, but only to act as pencil pushers, not to enforce the border, not to build a temporary border wall with razor wire like Texas authorities have done to close gaps in the wall. No, he's sending them there and they have no enforcement authority at all, but they will be there to help, quote, process, unquote, migrants. Why would they be needed to help process migrants? Because they've changed the processing process. Fox reports that they used to be able to process 40 migrants in five minutes. But now, because of new Biden regulations, they will be able to process one migrant every 30 minutes to one hour. Gee, it seems like they're trying to make it harder, Bruce. Yes, they are trying to make it harder. 
And I hearken back to our 1145 segment when I told you that their number one weapon of leftist Marxist progressives is fear, chaos, disorder. Create chaos on the border. Create chaos in our inner cities. Create chaos with our economy. What does that give birth to? Desperation, dysfunction, anger, fear, anarchy. And what do people do when they're fearful? They hide. What happens when they hide? They're easier to manage. When the consequences of stating, hey, this is wrong, you can't do this. When you make it problematic for people to speak up and say true things, men can't be women. You can't indoctrinate my kids in your deviant sexual ideology in school. When you make it harder for people to say true things, you destroy the systems that are in place. You ratchet up the fear. And you make people easier to control. They know exactly what they're doing on the border. They are doing it intentionally. But, of course, our borders are Alejandro Mayorkas says not to worry. We are prepared, number one. Number two, we have a migration information center oh. that is specifically set up to communicate with state and local officials, oh. and we have been doing so. We are using our FEMA regional coordinators as our key points of contact. We need immigration reform. Everything that the Department of Homeland Security is doing, everything that our partners across the federal government uh, are, are doing is within a broken immigration system. Now, if that were true, I have a question. If the system was broken, why were the numbers so much lower during Obama and during Trump? If it's broken now, it was broken then, because there has not been immigration reform since then. As you might expect, Greg Abbott has an opinion on Alejandro Mayorkas. Everybody knows uh, what Mayorkas has said. He said that the border is closed. Uh, And so, yeah, I've talked to Mayorkas a couple of times. Uh, And every time that I talk to him, he continues to have his head in the sand. He's either lying or really doesn't know what's going on uh, because the border is not closed. They're doing nothing to stop it. And all of the policies that the Biden administration is trying to put in place is just going to entice even more people to come across the border. You see the pictures if you watch Fox. You won't see them if you watch any other major news because they don't want to report them. Title 42 has been used to expel 2.6 million migrants since April of 2020. 2.6 million. So processing migrants now that Title 42 will not exist, now that you know it's going to take a half hour to an hour to process one, and they used to do 40 in a half an hour, what do you think is going to happen? You think we're going to have more people coming? Now that Title 42 has gone away, or less people come? You know, obviously, the answer to that. You'd have to be a Democrat. You'd have to be a member of Biden's cabinet not to admit that. All meant to increase fear. All meant to increase chaos. So we had a Chicago police officer murdered uh, overnight. Uh, Not on duty, but uh, robbed. She was ready to graduate from college this coming week. Uh, The violence against our police officers continue. We had violence against our police officers here in Columbus in the short north in the early hours of Saturday morning. And 
Here's an interesting headline that maybe could solve some of the problems the city of Columbus has. Central Ohio is suddenly swimming in a pool of emergency rental assistance cash due to the Biden administration's reallocation of unused federal COVID-19 relief funds to fight evictions. Let's see. We could not spend the money and not spend the money we're going to send to other Ohio cities, 34 million Toledo, 37 million Cincinnati, 25 million Cleveland, 2 million Hamilton, 1.5 million Claremont County. We could not spend that money. We could take all the money in other cities that we're sending out and not spend that money, and we could reduce our deficit. Or we could take all that money and build the wall on the southern border and make our country secure. Nah, let's just give it to people to pay their back rent. Uh, Carly J. Booz, executive director of the Affordable Housing Alliance of Central Ohio, ooh, says it's huge. It's monumental. The amount of resources that Columbus and Franklin County got combined is more than anywhere else in the country. Woohoo! Our Central Ohio region got more resources than all of California put together and all of New York State put together. I cannot wait to see how Andrew Ginther and his all-Democrat band of city council fools will waste that money. It will make no appreciable impact on our city at all. At all. You know it, and I know it. Now, speaking of the southern border, only Fox is. Only Fox and conservative talk show hosts. Uh, Here is something that you should remember when you hear Biden administration officials talk about our broken immigration system and how they're doing everything they can and taking it really seriously. Uh, Mark Thiessen, Washington Post, reminds you that it didn't used to be this way and it doesn't have to be this way. The worst border crisis in American history is about to get worse. I mean, Title 42, under Title 42, they've expelled over the last three years 2.6 million migrants. So that's going away. Uh, that, that, so the crisis is going to get far worse uh, than it was before. But here's the problem. Title 42 is an pu- emergency public health measure. We should not be depending on, emer- on an emergency public health measure to secure our border. And Secretary Mayorkas said that we need legislation from Congress. No, we don't. Joe Biden has the exact same legislative tools that Donald Trump and Barack Obama had before him, and they secured the border. I mean, people forget he didn't just reverse Donald Trump's policies. He reversed Barack Obama's policies. The left called uh, Barack Obama the deporter in chief because he deported three million migrants. Biden stopped doing that. Under Obama, the prosecutions for illegal entry into the United States doubled to 100,000 a year. Biden stopped doing it. Obama detained uh, migrants, including families. Biden stopped doing it. These are pol- these are choices. Joe Biden has chosen not to enforce the law. It's a simple matter of choice. If he enforces the law and uses all the tools at his disposal, he can secure the border because the t- his two predecessors did. That is absolutely true. But of course, because it is true, it will not be reported by any of the major networks or any of the major cable networks other than Fox other than Newsmax, other than OAN. And it is at times tempting to just shake your head and say, I don't think this can possibly get worse. When you have a president of the United States, his 
director of Homeland Security, openly lie about things going on that your eyes see and you clearly know that what they're telling you is untrue. But I will say this for Democrats. They have foisted upon us a country where things continue to happen that I would find completely unbelievable. And I mean that in the absolute truest sense of the word. Not able to be believed if on a daily basis there wasn't another clear demonstration of how utterly demonic and evil these people and their ideas are. If you have young children with you right now, I'm going to make a rare request that you shield them from what I'm about to tell you because it is so awful. Yet it's important that you know it to understand the full gravity of just how bad things have gotten in our society. Plainview, Texas, okay? Texas, one of the good states, one of the red states, right? Parents in Plainview, South Elementary School District are wondering why school officials refused to tell the parents of a six-year-old girl that she was sexually assaulted in class, in the presence of a teacher, with the act captured on a school iPad. The assault happened on April 19th. April 19th. Again, it was recorded on a school iPad. If there was any question about it happening, they had the school iPad to verify it. The only reason it was found out is because the six-year-old girl began acting in ways that her parents knew were indicative of someone who had been severely traumatized. Finally, an aunt sat her down, and the girl told what happened. She was grabbed by the hair, pulled under a desk, forced to perform a sex act on a six-year-old boy in the classroom while the teacher sat nearby with headphones on listening to calming music. The school district denied the assault took place until they were outed by someone at the school who found this act so deplorable that they could not allow it to stand. So they tried to cover this up. This is similar, of course, to what happened in Loudoun County, Virginia, when we had a high school girl raped in the girl's bathroom by a boy masquerading as a girl, claiming to be a transgender girl. This girl's six years old. Will she ever recover from this? There's not enough money. There's not enough punishment to be meted out to the people who enable this. And think of the attitude that goes into knowing this happened and not standing up to do the right thing. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.